Hello, I'm Kieran Lynch, and welcome to Overcast, the Chocolate Sheep Podcast. Each episode, we bring latest insights, advice, and technical updates for the sheep industry. In the current episode, we're going to switch back to a grazing focus. With grass growth rates picking up around the country, we're joined by Dr. Philip Crichton, who's going to discuss the current situation. Phil will outline some key grazing targets we need to achieve in the coming weeks. He'll offer us tips on how to achieve these and keep grazing on track, and some short and long-term actions we need to implement. He also discusses the importance of assessing covers at the moment and seeing how far we are through our grazing rotation. Phil, thanks for coming back to join us. Um, look, as we head into the start of April, I'm sure you're busy in that way. Maybe just if you give us a quick update on situation on the farm down there at the moment or how things have progressed. Yeah, thanks, Kieran. So I suppose um, at this stage now, um, we've finished lambing. So we started lambing uh, the first couple of days of March um, and the last year uh, lambed uh, yesterday. Um, so quite a busy period, very compact lambing this year. Um, about 85% of the, the yaws lambed in the first three weeks. Um, so we had a, a fairly rapid increase in, in grass demand all of a sudden. Um, luckily, I suppose the, the weather conditions at the start were, were quite challenging, but I suppose as we got through uh, lambing then, we were able to start letting out bigger groups of lambs as the weather improved. And the weather over the last week or 10 days, I suppose, has really improved the situation in terms of grazing conditions and, and, and grass growth rates. So I suppose your focus really is moved towards grass. And we're at that stage of the year, we're at the tipping point between grass growth meeting our demand. The bit of heat in the past week, we've seen growth rates take off around the country. It's a good time maybe to focus on what the key targets are for the end of this first rotation. So in terms of opening covers or residuals, Phil, what should we be aiming for? Yeah, so I suppose at the moment, um, in terms of days ahead, um, for people that are, are, are measuring grass and, 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 and trying to keep control of things that way, our days ahead target, I suppose, is, is, is somewhere around 20 to 25 days ahead. Ideally, we'd be, we'd be letting yaws and lambs into um, fields with a cover of, of, of around 1,000 to 1,200 kilograms of grass trimmer per hectare, or, or, or in more simple terms, maybe around 7, seven to 8 centimetres worth of grass. And ideally, we'd be like to graze that down in the first rotation to somewhere between three and a half to four centimetres to ensure um, a good clean out of any, we say, any uh, residual dead material um, that has accumulated over the winter to ensure um, nice, clean, leafy regrowths now going into the second and third rotations, which will be vitally important for when lambs um, start to graze, I suppose, over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, and as you said, like um, you, you really are setting up that second rotation at the moment. Yeah, and I suppose look at the. I know there has been springs there where it was very wet, and it was actually very hard to achieve that. But as I said, with the with the improvement in in the conditions in in the last week or ten days in in most places around the country, anyway, um, it has really helped to to be able to graze out those swords as 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 well as we have. Like just importance of assessing covers at the moment. What's the grass situation like in Atenray or what are you seeing it like around the country on the better farms or from pasture base? Yeah, so I suppose at the moment we're, we're pretty much bang on target in terms of our days ahead in Atenray here is um, based on the cover taken on Monday is, is 24 days ahead. Um, our grass growth rate was 25 kilograms of grass trimmer per hectare and our average demand across the farm was 29. So 
pretty much approaching what we call magic day or when when when, when grass supply equals demand. Um, and encouragingly, I suppose, just looking at, at some of the data coming from the better farms and the grass measurements coming from them with a, with a wide variation in, in, in farm location and farm type. Um, very similar uh, figures in terms of grass growth rate was averaging around 23 kilos uh, per hectare per day. Demand was around 27 and days ahead is around 25. So um, really bang on target and I suppose encouraging that you know these, these, these people are, are, are following the following the, 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 the management um, uh, techniques that, that, that we've outlined and, and, and it is working across the country. And I suppose yeah. we've come from a situation where grass, grass supply was quite tight and we were thinking maybe we we're going very tight on grass. Um, but with the improvement in, in, in ground conditions and certainly the improvement in soil temperature, um, the soil temperature has increased from about seven and a half degrees here last week to about nine and a half degrees this week. So that's obviously having a big impact on, 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 on the big turnaround in terms of grass growth rate and grass covers. Yeah, and despite that difficult spring, it really does show the benefit of having that closing plan in place on both the farmer at Murray and the farms around the country. Yeah, like look at the, the, the closing plan is, 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 is the first step and the most important step of it all really. And look, we had a very challenging winter. Everybody has had a very challenging winter, no matter where you are. Um, but at least, you know, the closing plan was there that some paddocks had grass built up from October, November time. Um, and it was those paddocks that started to move um, first when we did eventually get out with, with fertilizer, albeit, you know, well behind, um, we say, when we would have been getting out other years. We got some fertilizer out in, in February on, on the drier parts of the farm and on the, on the parts of the farm that did have, you know, better covers built up from the autumn. And then we got more fertilizer out in, in March. And it would seem that that's a similar story around the country in, in, in areas that, you know, people took opportunities when they could. Um, nobody was out spreading when they shouldn't have been. But um, when, when, when ground conditions allowed, they were getting fertilizer onto, onto parts of the farm at least. And that is helping now and that, you know, th th those fields are, are really starting to, to, to move now with the improving conditions. I suppose, Phil, just another important point at the moment, like in terms of progressing through that first rotation, where should we be at at the start of April? It's, it's another useful metric, even for those that aren't measuring grass, how far through the first rotation they are with sheep. Yeah, so I suppose, look, it's a bit like the days ahead thing that, you know, if you're not doing the real detailed grass measuring, although we would absolutely recommend that you are and, and encourage people that it, there's huge benefits to it. Um, the, the the percentage of the farm that has grazed to date will also, I suppose, give you an indication of where you're at. Um, at the moment, I suppose most people should be for 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 let's say an early March lamb and flock, um, should have somewhere in the region of sixty to seventy percent of the farm grazed at this stage, moving to about eighty percent uh, as we go into next week. And um, the reason for that, I suppose, and the importance of that is is that. If we don't have enough of the farm grazed, it's going to be very hard to get regrowths. Um, I suppose as far as it hasn't been grazed off already, will be slower to get growing. Um, and the other side of that is, is that if we don't, if we don't have enough ground um, coming behind us that has already been grazed, um, then then we could run into trouble in terms of grass availability in the next week or two weeks. Um, if we've too much ground grazed um, too early, I suppose, and that was a situation where maybe. 
you know, there was very little grass available on some farms. Um, the issue there is, is that if we take down the entire farm uh, down to, 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 to a low level of grass all at the same time, and we don't have enough time to allow regrowth, then we're going to be chasing our tail as we move through, you know, later into April and early May when, when, when grass demand really um, increases. Um, so I suppose for, for people in that situation where they're very tight on grass at the moment, maybe have the entire farm grazed off, you know, they may have to look at some supplement um, to, to slow, the, slow the sheep down, slow the rotation or allow enough time for, for grass to build up um, and, and, and a give it a chance to grow. Um, and for others, maybe that, you know, the critical thing over the next week or 10 days, I suppose, with the improvement in, 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 in temperature particularly, uh, will be that people um, react to, to the situation as it changes. So it would be, you know, very easy for, for grass that people to think maybe they're just about right for grass at the minute could get out of control very quickly. Um, if, if these higher temperatures that are promised come. So it's about being able to react um, and put measures in place to, to, to better deal with your own circumstances. Uh, just what you mentioned about reacting, like in terms of key tasks for grazing management at the moment, grouping up EOs and moving through that rotation is important. What are the other key tasks you need to look out for? Yeah, so grouping up obviously will help in terms of minimising the number of of grazing groups, um, so there's more of the farm, I suppose, being able to rest and grow at any one time rather than having a lot of very small groups scattered across the farm, taking covers down all at the same time. Um, a very effective way of, of trying to improve growth rates and utilization of grass is, is to start maybe splitting bigger paddocks with some electric fencing um, to better control where the sheep are grazing, uh, shorten the residency time so that they're getting in, they're, they're getting good quality grass, they're grazing it down relatively tight, but they're only spending a short period of time doing that, so you're not going to hit performance. Um, we have to be conscious that the yews are coming into peak milk at the moment, so we don't want to, to do anything that will put them under undue pressure. Um, but if, 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 if they're getting access to quality grass and spending a short period of time maybe cleaning out that, that base of it that we talked about you know, to, to ensure quality for the next rounds, then that's 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 a a key thing that can be done, and I suppose the the, the the last thing that I suppose in situations like this when grass growth really starts to take off, it can sometimes be overlooked is is the fertilizer situation. So I suppose because a lot of a lot of people were quite late getting out with fertilizer due to the weather conditions, and that's you know that's the situation we all found ourselves in. We were no different. Um, but it just needs to be remembered that hopefully at this stage, some fertilizer has got out. If there is no fertilizer out at this stage, absolutely get out uh, and get spreading as soon as possible. Um, but also to get back out with a second round of fertilizer um, as, as fields are grazed off now to, to capitalize on that growth and to ensure that you know, uh, the growth continues over the next uh, month, month to six weeks. I think that's a very important point because obviously demand is going to increase in Eufrock to actually go back and top up with that second application at the moment. Just to put that in context, um, you mentioned earlier our target at the moment is 25 days ahead. As we progress through April, growth rate picks up, obviously it exceeds demand and that reduces. Just maybe to give a bit of a figure there for people as you head into May in terms of budget and grass ahead, what kind of target have you for just heading towards the start of May in terms of days ahead or covers? 
Yeah, so I suppose as we move into 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 May, we'll be talking about reducing the days ahead down to maybe fifteen days ahead. Um, the reason for that is that you know the growth rates will will continue to increase. Um, and if we if we have too much grass on the farm, um, it's going to be a lot harder to manage it. And um, quality will will, de- will deteriorate. And I suppose the rule of thumb would be that. You know, you wouldn't have any more than 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 twelve to fifteen days ahead as we move into mid-May, for example. In that, the length of time it takes you to do a full rotation on the farm, you should have about half of that in terms of a days ahead, because the days ahead figure is basically if you had a zero growth rate, it, it it's the amount of grass you carry in front of you. But we won't have a zero growth rate in May, so it's about keeping enough grass within the system but 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 acknowledging that that growth rates will be quite strong and i suppose the other thing we have to remember is that we we need to be in a situation where we can um start closing for silage from now on and also capitalize on on excess growth um in terms of um you know utilizing that to to, to make high quality silage for, for for next winter and also to, to to control the quality of the grazing um we say for lambs post weaning um as we move into June, July. As you said, it's a time of rapid change. We're going from deficit to surplus very quickly. So, like in the key points there, you can mention assessing the cover at the moment where you are, grouping up yews and topping up with that second round of fertiliser are some of the key points we need to focus on for the coming weeks. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I suppose so, the only other thing, I suppose, just, you know, with the, with, 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 with the time of year that we have, and I suppose most people are nearly finished lambing at this stage now, um, I suppose it's a good time to maybe do a bit of a review in terms of, you know the grass situation and is there anything that could be done um you know on the farm to maybe improve that for for future years you know maybe it's we need to look at was there a closing plan in place could it be improved could it be changed to to, to, to better capitalize on it you know is there is there areas that we could look at in terms of our soil fertility that you know maybe the overwinter growth albeit overwinter growth was was lower on all farms this year, you know, it may not have been helped by maybe some soil fertility deficits or that. So, you know, can we can we can we identify maybe areas of the farm that need to be need some attention from that front, and then maybe even simple things like lambing date. Maybe <clears throat> excuse me, are we lambing too early? Um, you know, uh, for 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 the, for the grass growing potential of the farm, and I think you know, look, it's. It's 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 a unique set of circumstances we find ourselves in at the moment, but it it, it does allow for a lot of thinking time, and uh, maybe this would be a productive time to. to put some of these type of reviews in place. I think that's probably a good point to finish up on. I think you're, you're dead right. When things are fresh in your memory at the moment, it's the time to write down notes of action for the coming year. Phil, look for other updates. Of course, we'll keep an eye on the Twitter page. We'll see grass updates coming out over the next couple of weeks. Thanks very much for taking the time out to join us. Thanks, Kieran. We're going to finish the episode up at this point. Again, some very useful information on the podcast on some of the key targets we need to achieve the coming month. Again, Phil was outlining open cover 7-8 centimetres, grazing down to residuals of 3.5-4 centimetres. The importance of getting that second rotation set up right. Again, assessing where your cover is at the moment. That target figure of having 60% of your grazing block grazed by early April is a useful figure to benchmark our farms against. For updates on growth rates around the country, keep an eye on the pasture-based Twitter page or our own sheep page at Chaga Sheep. We'll be posting updates on grazing performance around the country and grass growth rates. That's it for this episode. 
Again, thanks for joining in. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to future episodes.